We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good evening, Broncos country. Let's give it a moment for the stream to breathe, to welcome in all of our platforms here. All right, and we are good to go. Welcome in, guys, to another installment of the Orange and Blue View. I'm your co-host, Ron White. That side of me is my partner in crime, Thomas Hall. How are you doing today on this lovely Saturday, Thomas? I'm doing well. I'm ready for Christmas. Uh, we are all ready for Christmas, and it's uh, it's happening. We're excited, and uh, it's only two days away, so it's good. It's good. And we've got uh, hopefully a Christmas present coming uh, the day before. <laughs> hopefully the Broncos can beat the Patriots. They sh- they better be able to beat the Patriots. So uh, with all that's going on, but yeah, going good. How about yourself? I'm doing well as well. Yep, getting ready, you know, to be with the family for the holidays. Um, so it kind of snuck up on me here, and <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, it's it's already Christmas. It's it's so weird. And as you guys see, rocking. A reflection of tomorrow, the snow-capped helmets tomorrow. So I kind of <laughs> wanted to have on the white hat to kind of reflect that as well. So, um, again, you're, you're right, Thomas. Hopefully the Broncos can pull out um, – well, win convincingly tomorrow because, you know, that this Patriots team is – you know, they, they have a lot of key injuries. Um, and based on their record this season, it, it, it should be a pretty convincing win for the Broncos. But we, we will see. So let's get to the chat here. Got some people coming in. Got David Yonkin coming in. Thank you, David. We appreciate you, my man. He says, Merry Christmas to you and your family at Denver Broncos for life. Oh, with the score prediction already. Nice. Broncos 20, Patriots 17. Well, again, David, thank you for coming in. And we we hope that's the end result. You know, we we hope that the, the Broncos get this dub tomorrow. If they don't, Thomas, it's going to be very... <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna roll some heads tomorrow for sure. If if they don't come out victorious, so they have no excuses to end up on the winning side tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. If they don't win, uh, there's no hope for the playoffs. So they have to win out uh, if they want to go to the playoffs. Uh, if they don't win out, the chances of them making it are pretty slim. And and you know, last weekend we saw they lost, but you know everything else didn't go their way pretty much. But this weekend. Uh, so far, the Steelers beat the Bengals. That's the first step. Now, the Broncos have to take care of their business uh, tomorrow, which will help. And the nice thing, too, is 
even if the Steelers went out and the Broncos went out, the Broncos go to the playoffs because they have the common game uh, calculation uh, to get to the playoffs. So whatever the Steelers do doesn't matter now. So I'm glad they beat the uh, Bengals uh, just a, you know, just less than an hour ago. I think they, yeah. they finished that game. So I'm excited to see how this, uh, this goes. I think the Broncos can, can beat the Patriots. They better, um, you know, especially with the Patriots uh, losing some key offensive players. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, they're, they're basically their star offensive players are, are pretty much out from, mm-hmm. from my perspective. And they're, you know, the Broncos are playing at home. So there's no reason why uh, this, they can't beat this team. And that's what we're going to talk about is how they can beat them, what they can do. And, and uh, you know, uh, that's our, what our show is all about. So I'm going to grab Michael Ronquillo coming in with Facebook stars. Thank you for the support, Michael. Appreciate you, Mike. you being here. Good evening, Thomas and Ron on Orange and Blue View. Go Broncos. Thank you for that. And uh, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas, Michael. Uh, And, uh, you know, thank you so much for the support. Really, really appreciate it. Yes, most definitely, Michael. Thank you for coming in. And we've got Papa Bear here, David McGillorath, coming in. Thank you, my man. We appreciate seeing you in the chat, as always. He says, (laughs) good evening and Merry Christmas, Broncos country. Merry Christmas to you as well, David. Hopefully you're ready or getting ready to be with, with the family there. Tom, Ron, Dylan, and Deacon Scott. Hashtag 10 and 7. Hashtag Buckham Times 3. Hashtag MHH for life. Hashtag Denver Broncos for life. Yes. And, you know, I know you had to modify that <laughs> that that, uh, that that final record there. But, yep, 10 and 7. And there is no reason why the Broncos, you know, cannot achieve that, you know, given given what's in front of them. Again, this this New England team is is very decimated. They, they should be able to win this handily. And so are the next few games. They should be able to win handily. But again, they just have to take care of business. You're right, Thomas. They're at home. Um, so they'll have the crowd behind them. So they should be able to get this victory. Yeah. And th- their path to the playoffs is actually quite, if you look at the opponents and you don't judge the rivalry or anything else, but you look at the opponents and where they are at home uh, versus away, the Broncos have the easiest path to the playoffs, really, mm-hmm. if if everything else goes right. I mean, they've got they've got three teams with losing records, two games at home. Uh, they should, like I said, should be able to win these games. But depends on who shows up. I keep saying that. Which team will show up yes. every game? And this is it. Like if they if the team that played Detroit shows up, uh, you know, there's there's no guarantee victory anywhere on this schedule. But you know, like I said, if if the team that beat the Chargers pretty well beat the Browns, that team shows up, they should be able to go three and zero. Yes, yes, most definitely. And we got C Chang coming in here. Thank you, C Chang. Says, "Let's go, Broncos! Better win." <laughs> yes, <laughs> they, yes, they, they, they better. And then another comment in here uh, from David coming in says, "I would love the Chargers to win tonight, but I don't see that happening." Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be. With the Buffalo Bills, it's gonna it's gonna be a tough one tonight for the Chargers. But again, any given day in football, <laughs> you know, you never know. <laughs> right. Uh, but I think for all of us, we would love to see the Chargers win. So, and I think right now, yeah, the Bills are ahead of us because I think the Bills won last week. So yeah. I think if we win, Bills lose, that'll we have the tiebreaker. So that we will yeah. leapfrog them. But um, we, we'll see what happens, David. <laughs> and that's another team that you have to know who shows up because they sometimes that bills team doesn't show up 
And uh, they've been playing really good lately, but they've had some some pretty big stinkers uh, over this season so far. So hopefully the Chargers just can luck out and, and somehow win this game would be nice. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. All right, Thomas. So uh, I guess we can get into some of the keys to victory and some of the things we have for the matchup that's coming up tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll jump in. So the, my first key to victory for this uh, Broncos team is they have to win, win the turnover battle. They don't have to get, you know, a bunch of turnovers. They just have to win the turnover battle because if they do um, that pretty much guarantees that they will win this game Mm -hmm. almost when the Patriots this season have lost the turnover battle, just been minus one, they are 0 and seven. Now they don't win all the time. So it doesn't, they don't, they aren't guaranteed a victory. If they do win the turnover battle, they're three and four when they're even or better, but the Broncos just need to get, give them their offense, another chance, right. Against this defense to score. I I don't know if they're going to score easily or anything like that. But if they give themselves a, another chance, one more chance with the ball, uh, they should be able to win this game. Good. That, that's a good one. Um, and then my my key to victory, um, or my first one, is they they have to be more physical, especially on defense. They have to stop this run. Stop stopping the run is 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 crucial. And I know, you know, we allude to that time and time again. You know, stopping the run is a Denver Broncos Achilles heel. You know, they they do have they're very leaky when it comes to stopping the run, but it, it's paramount. And we saw it. We saw it last week against the Detroit Lions. I mean, the Detroit Lions just manhandled the Denver Broncos, just whipped them all over the field at the line of scrimmage outside. So the Broncos really have to make a concerted effort um, especially this is this is a big defensive line game. And I know that's probably going to be one of your t- uh, uh, keys to victory as well, um, the defensive line. But they have to. This has to be a get, big game for them um, to shore up those gaps to stop Ezekiel Elliott because we, you know, they can't have the same result that they did last week unless they're, they're going to get whipped. It's going to be a long day. So an emphasis on stopping the run is very crucial. Yeah, I'll agree with you. It it was, it's been embarrassing most of the season. It's not just, it wasn't just Detroit. They've had trouble all season stopping the run, which kind of was surprising that when tier tart uh, was available, went Mm -hmm. on waivers, they didn't even put a claim on him. Now I know there's some disgruntledness and that could have been a reason for it, but now uh, Joseph day from the chargers was just released as well. He's going to go into, uh, they need to they need to look at that defensive line. They should take a shot at him. They should have taken a shot at Tart, I thought, if they're serious about going to the playoffs, because right now this defensive line is having a very, very difficult time stopping the run. So it, it's happened all year. So it's been the same same players all year, and they've always they've always struggled. So there's they they need to uh they need to make a change if they're serious about making this run. And his contract is not Joseph Day's contract is not prohibitive. It's right. a two two years left on it, so you're only going to pay for uh, the first part of this or last part of this season, which is minute. And you, I think there's even an out after this year that's like two and a half million uh, dead cap or something, if I remember correctly. So it's not it's not a, a bad deal. So I would be 
I don't think they're going to do it just based on the waiver claims they've put in so far, but it would be, it would be a smart move on my, uh, from my perspective that they would take a shot at that to help with the run. It's not going to help this weekend, obviously. Right. Uh, but you know, what will help is the fact that uh, Stevenson, their starting running back is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll help uh, quite a bit, I think. Yeah. So um, yeah, the Broncos, the Broncos have no excuses this weekend. The, the, Patriots are not a very good team and they are banged up. A lot of their yes. stars are out. They have no excuse. So my, and my next, um, my next uh, uh, key to victory is to pressure Bailey Zappi. I'm assuming he's still going to get the start over Mac Jones. Cause they've been, they've been having him run that offense the last couple of weeks. And uh, they kind of, I think they've kind of moved on from Mac Jones. So that uh, for me, the pressure on him is going to be huge. If you look at the times that he started, in uh, 2022 and 2023, if you can get to around 15% or more pressure rate on him, that team is 0-3 when he's the starter. Uh, and if it's if it's around 10% or around 11% or less, somewhere in that area, it is they're 3-0. So you've got to pressure Bailey Zappi, which will lead to hopefully to that turnover margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. So, Yeah, uh, that, that that's a good one. You know, Getting pressure on Zappy is also key because I've seen a lot of his film early with some of those other games. And yeah, once you once you rattle him, you can force him in some errant throws. And you know, the the Broncos, if they can get pressure on him, we've seen it before where, you know, Cooper and Browning come right at you. And, you know, they can force those quarterbacks into a lot of those errant throws. So I would expect nothing less from this team, especially with somebody as doesn't have as much experience like a Bailey Zappi, um, for sure. That's right. So, yeah. Now we're talking about keys to victory right now, but if you want to be a, a winner this weekend or over the uh, holidays, make Little Caesars the official pizza sponsor of the NFL part of your game day. <clears throat> I think pizza and football go together quite well. I know it's Christmas is coming up, but if you don't, you're going to be cooking a lot, right? You're going to be cooking a lot on Christmas. Grab a pizza to watch the game on Sunday. Uh, you can't really go wrong with that on uh, order online during our pizza, pizza pregame one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs plus all day on Sunday and get ready for some football and fun. Yes. Choose your favorite little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings that you guys like and crave either way you win. So on my pizza and I love little Caesars. I love pepperoni. I love sausage. Um, sometimes I'll do the supreme. Sometimes I'll do bacon, you know, pineapple. It kind of depends on my mood. Um, but speaking of winning, everyone scores with a convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for the pizza emojis, Michael, and thanks for being here. <laughs> and I'm looking in the chat. Everybody's uh, talking about... Um, Sebastian Joseph Day being mm-hmm. released from the Chargers. And the one thing that uh, that I said about Tier Tart was that there was some disgruntledness. Maybe they didn't want to bring that into the locker room. Uh, Joseph Day was a captain, right? He was, uh, mm-hmm. I, that was a surprise. So uh, I don't know what's going on, but if, you know, if they thought he was not a, you know, problem in the locker room, they wouldn't have made him a captain. So I think that uh, they have a, they have a real shot at going out and helping this defensive line. And I I really hope they do. Yes, most definitely. All right. Uh, My next key to victory is a simple one. Uh, I think if the Broncos can get to 20 points, they're going to win this game. I mean, really, because first of all, the the New England Patriots offense is pretty anemic. They, They are not scoring points. They've only scored more than 20 points twice this season. That's it. And the Broncos can, they just, they need to take the points, have an efficient offense. Don't take too many big chances. Don't try and force the ball anywhere. Just be efficient. Take the field goals, uh, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever it is, just take those points. Don't try to get fancy or cute. Just, uh, you know, run an efficient offense. The first one to 20 points is going to win this game in, in my opinion. And uh, hopefully they can score more than that, but that's what I'm looking for. If the, if the Broncos can manufacture 20 points, they're going to win this game. That's a good one. And that actually feeds into my next as far as kind of taking what the New England Patriots defense gives the offense for the Broncos. You know, score score when you can. Make make the play when it's there. And that's get the ball out quickly on offense. Stay consistent with that short passing game. Because um, that, again, that, I think that's going to be a great compliment to Pookie running the football. I think this is going to be a game where you don't you don't have to go deep. Although we you know we all love the deep passes, but which I'll allude to here later when it comes to the players to watch. We know that Belichick is notorious for taking away the opponent's number one wide receiver. So you know we we may not get most of the siding of Cortland Sutton that we want, <laughs> but other playmakers they're there obviously. But I think this is going to be a game where you can get Judy involved with the quick passing game, a little Jordan Humphrey involved with the quick passing game, Mims as well with some of the sweeps. Um, so just kind of use that as well to complement what you have on the running game to somewhat keep it mixed up and keep the New England defense guessing. Sure. Um, and then my other key, I think you, you covered your last, but my other key is um, do not let, 
I know Hunter Henry's out. I think mean, he's been downgraded to out. But I think the next tight end on the roster is Gasicki. So let, let's not let the tight end take over the game. <laughs> you know, that's another Achilles heel for the Denver Broncos, letting tight ends just run wild all over the field. So if, if we have a plan to stop the run and stop, you know, things with the middle of the field, you know, let Gasicki get wide open all the time, I think that'll also force Zappi to look elsewhere um to throw the ball and of course with that defensive pressure can kind of force him into some of those bad throws yeah no i'm with you man i'm with you now i don't want to derail this too much but i love talking about movies and todd's asking us what in the spirit of the scene what is your favorite christmas movie and i just i want to answer it because i I really don't have a favorite right i I love christmas vacation i love a christmas story i like the grinch with jim carrey even though that wasn't uh, well received at the time but, you know, I, it's why I watched White Christmas last night. I love that movie. Even though it's a musical and there's dancing and all that stuff, I really, I do love it. So I have a few. I don't know if I can say I have my favorite, but uh, when I was a kid, it was definitely, uh, or when I was younger, it was uh, Christmas Vacation. I really did love it. Yeah, this is a good question, Todd. Thanks for asking. I would say a Christmas Carol is mine. <laughs> oh, nice. The old classic. Yeah, the old classic. Uh, what was that? 1984? Um, yeah, I believe with George Scott and Frank Finlay and David Warren and all them in there. Yeah, that that was that that's actually a very nice one. Have you seen? Um, I actually yet? haven't. Have you, I haven't have even watched it this year yet. Surprisingly, I'm I, I'm actually kind of starting to really just now get into the Christmas spirit. So I actually, <laughs> so I'll probably watch that tonight gotcha. after the game. <laughs> have you seen the the man who invented Christmas? It's about uh dickens writing a christmas carol have you seen the seen that yet no i haven't seen it i've heard of that but i have not seen it yeah we're gonna watch that i i haven't seen it yet either but we are gonna watch it so uh we'll i'll let you know how how it goes but todd thanks for the uh the break from football a little bit i'll talk (laughs) about movies all the time football and movies uh, you can we can talk that all day so uh thank you for that thank you gary palmer's coming in with some support thank you for the super chat gary really do appreciate that and i hope that you and your family have a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and ring in the new year uh, and uh, hope for a, a really good 2024. That's what I'm hoping for. So yes. uh, he says, pizza, pizza, go Broncos. So thank you, <laughs> Gary, for that. Really, really Thanks, do appreciate Gary. that. All right. So uh, next, let's get into some uh, players that that I think we should uh, really watch uh, and then also our matchups. But we can just kind of mix and match. But I think Javante Williams is a key player and not because he's, you know, you know, extraordinary this year at running the ball. He's been actually pretty mediocre and the the Patriots, you know, probably will shut him down for the most part, but they have to have some semblance of a running game. So he has to grind out some tough yards, even if it's like 60, uh, 65, 70 yards. And that's it. He's, he has to grind out some, some good yards. And I, just to keep that defense honest, keep mixing it up. Being able to move the, uh, you know, get that first few yards on that first down to be able to move the chains here and there, I think he's going to be key to this game. Oh, that that's a good one. Yeah, it, I, I do have Javante doing well. They're going to be, you're right, they're going to be tough yards for sure, but I think he'll still be able to to have a big day. Mine is the person I just alluded to of Cortland Sutton. Um, I'm I'm looking as I mentioned earlier, you know. Belichick's way of eliminating that number one receiver but having said that I'm still wanting to see Sutton moments 
from his first year in Denver and that Pro Bowl season as well, of just getting those 80-20 balls. Because as we know, he, he can get those. So he actually is the highest graded receiver in the NFL on contested targets this year. So being able to, you know, use him when he's being double covered, sometimes even triple covered coming down. And there'll be maybe a few times where they just leave him open. But I, I want to see, you know, him in his form of just getting the ball down, coming down with the ball with just everyone in his face. <laughs> so that that that's a that's a good player to to watch for this game. Just the yeah. hi, for the highlight reels. I think I'm looking at it more from the highlight reels. Again, it may not be, you know, he, Russell Wilson going to Sutton every play and force feeding him. But, you know, th- some of those plays will be there for Sutton to come down with the ball. Yeah, for sure. Lawrence Rivera is coming in with Facebook stars. Thank you for the support. He says, Merry Christmas, guys. You deserve it from my family to yours. Hopefully they get a win tomorrow. Thinking about taking my son to his first game. Lawrence, nice. thank you for the support, first and foremost. And a Merry Christmas to you and your family. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And yeah, you know what, um, Lawrence, there are some folks on Twitter I saw today that are that are offering up either tickets for free or very, very well discounted because they can't go. So if you, uh, I don't know if you're on Twitter, uh, but check that out. There's a, they might still be available. So uh, pretty good deals I saw. So uh, yeah, hopefully that that'll be fun going on Christmas Eve, going and checking out this game and you know, being, being loud and having fun. It's, there's nothing like a live. It's harder to watch really. You're, you you know, from the stands, I think than on TV to see all the details happening, but it's so much more fun. Yes. Thank you, Lawrence. And that'll be great. Yep. If you you can get to the game, um, that'll be great for you, you and your son. And again, you know, just being in the crowd, yelling the incomplete, that's, that's my favorite part. When I go to the games, (laughs) Just being with the crowd of yelling the incomplete when, you know, it's incomplete on the opposing side. So um, that'll be great um, for the Suns first showing of the Denver Broncos. Hope yeah. you can make it. Quentin Caldwell coming in with a super chat. Thank you so much, Quentin. Appreciate it. Appreciate you being here on Saturday night. Of course, it's always hard to get here, but the support especially and, and just being able to chat with us. It's always fun chatting with you, Quentin. And I hope you have a very Merry Qu- Christmas and Happy New Year. Quentin says, good evening, everyone. We need Day, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, as we were talking about, to help the D-line against the run. I guess Peyton is not making a move in free agency unless we win these last three games. Well, I think that he needs to make a move if he can. He can make a move right Right. now by putting in a waiver claim. Now, they may not get it. They may not get him. Someone might put a waiver claim in that's you know farther up the list, Mm -hmm. which is at this point, if you're out of the playoffs, you know you may not be putting in that waiver claim. Uh, for him, but maybe so, but I, I, you're right. The D line needs to step up and they Mm -hmm. need some help. And the same D line that's been getting run over in the running game all season is the same D line. That's going to be playing uh, on Saturday or I mean on Sunday on Christmas Eve. So they, they really need to make something happen. And I think, I think if they win this game and they don't put in a waiver claim on Joseph day, I think they're going to be kicking themselves because that he can i think he can help them in the last couple games and into the playoffs if they get in so i it's not i don't think it would hurt anything to take like i said earlier his his uh 
contract isn't very big and i and i I'll, I'll i'll look it up but i believe there's an out after the season that's only like two and a half million dead caps so it's you're really just you could rent him for three games and into the playoffs why not go for it you know that your defensive line is is not working well and that's my that's my big you know matchup really is the defensive line cannot get pushed around in this game like mm-hmm. they did in the Detroit Lions game. They got manhandled, and this cannot happen because you cannot let the New England Patriots come in with their pretty lackluster offense and run down your throat all game. And it would be embarrassing if they were able to do that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I 100% agree. Thank you for coming in, Quentin, with this with this comment and and this question. And yeah, I, you're right. I, they need to acknowledge that they're the D lines. It's weak. It's 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 not good at all. And we saw that again. We saw that all season, but again, it really came home to roost last week. Like again, they were just getting pushed up down to the side of the field, it was it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing to see just how the Detroit Lions had their way. So, you know, if if they could, you're right, Thomas, if they can just at least put in the claim to get uh, day, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, that, that'll be great because I, I think they'll be okay on the defensive line, I think, for these next few games, that they'll be okay. But yeah, in the playoffs, if they do make it, the the competition is much better <laughs> facing a lot of these you know especially a lot of these uh bigger offensive linemen especially of the Baltimore Ravens you got Miami depending on who they have to face if they get in so having that extra body on the defensive line can definitely help with getting some of that push that you need because again they they cannot get whipped around because if they do get whipped around that's it <laughs> you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a long day. So um we will see what they do, Quentin. But I, I I think they need to try to at least put in that claim now to get Joseph Day. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt at all. And I, I just looked it up. Uh Sebastian J uh Joseph Day is he's got a nine million dollar cap hit for this season, but uh, of course that's you know it's only for the last three games, so it's a very small portion of that. And then then the dead cap for 2024 uh, is only two point five. So if you didn't want him in your future. And you yeah. wanted to claim that, make a waiver claim, and have him for these last three games. That then you got it. So I think I don't see what the I don't see what the deal was with. Well, like I said, with Tier Tart, when we talked about that, I could see they didn't want that kind of locker room issue that happened at Tennessee. I got it. I get that. Mm-hmm. 
but there, there doesn't seem to be a problem with uh, Joseph Day. Why not take a shot at it? I just, I don't get it. So thank you, Quentin, for that. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you being here. And again, have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. The next, my next, uh, it's actually kind of a combination of two, but uh, it's PJ Locke and Jaquan McMillan. And the reason why I say that <clears throat> is the last three games, the New England Patriots have been caught uh, in two of them with a DB blitz off the edge, getting mm-hmm. to the quarterback, a couple sacks by DBs unexpectedly. I, I think that, could, you know, in these games, when it's a defensive battle, offenses really aren't going to be scoring a lot. That one key play like that can turn the tide. And uh, I mean, even if, you know, he knocks the ball loose or whatever, even better, but that, that would stop a drive and uh, you know, turn, get the ball back and, and hopefully score again. So I'm looking for a, you know, at least one or two DB blitzes. Hopefully one of them will get home. Nice. Nice. And then as far as speaking of Jaquan McMillan, that was actually one of my key matchups, McMillan and maybe Moreau as well, depending on how they, how they have shadowing versus Demario Douglas. Um, so I want to see the ball hawking skills of McMillan, you know, in addition to those blitzes that, that uh Van Joseph does employ, you know, the the cover skills of McMillan is just they're they're, they're great. Um so Douglas does average approximately seven targets a game. Um, but there may be an uptick in the number of receptions because you know Hunter Henry's out. Um, so that yep, yeah, that level of production may increase. But you know, outside of those blitzes, Thomas, just I want to see McMillan, McMillan kind of jam Douglas. Um, kind of be really on him um, at the line of scrimmage and potentially get that pick that we're wanting to of Zappy. Yep. So that, that'll be a nice, interesting matchup um, to see. For sure. I'm going to grab this uh, <clears throat> comment here by Adam Strange. Thank you for being here. Asking what D starters are injured. I don't know if you mean Broncos or Patriots, but I'll I'll talk about both. And we can just get the uh, the injury report out of the way right now. So number one, it's not injury related, but... Uh, Cream Jackson is inactive. He's not going to mm-hmm. play. So that's a defensive player that's that could play that isn't going to be. I, I prefer PJ Locke uh, starting over him, but I, I I do think he had value to be activated. So I'm not sure why he why he wasn't. Maybe they just want to wait a week to you know get him back into after missing those games to the suspension. But Benito uh, Nick Benito is out. D player uh, definitely is not playing. Uh, Dulcich is, is not playing as well, offensive player. And then the only other one that uh, only other player that is out is uh, Alex Pelcheski, an offensive mm-hmm. tackle that, you know, rookie undrafted free agent that finally uh, gets his shot to uh, to get activated. But yeah, he's he's out they, because they don't really need him to be active. Right. They don't um, his uh, the, the the swing tackle is already established in, in the offensive line has been relatively healthy, knock on wood. So they don't need him. But as far as the. Um, as far as the Patriots go, Jabril Peppers is out. They're, they're, that's their star free safety. I mean, they, he's one of the stars on their defense. He's out. Uh, Barmore is questionable. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, that's that's their sack leader. And in fact, I'm going to talk about Miners versus Barmore. Uh, mm-hmm. He that that's a matchup that needs that he needs to win because uh, he he can be somewhat disruptive. He's their like I said, their sack leader. But he's he's questionable. Pro, he'll probably end up playing. And then Jonathan Jones is questionable, a DB for their mm-hmm. uh, their team. Um, also, uh, 
one of their linebackers. I don't know if he's a starter or not. Actually, two two linebackers are questionable. Uh, and I think three are questionable uh, due to uh, sickness. So maybe yeah. he'll feel better. So I mean, it's a pretty long injury report. That was just the defensive players. There's still a bunch of questionable offensive players, and yes. so it's uh, you know, uh, Schuster is out. Uh, Henry Hunter Henry is out. Uh, their uh, Stevenson, their running back is out. So it's, it is a, uh, it's a mash unit there. So they, they definitely, uh, they definitely have the opportunity to win this game. So. Yeah, most definitely. And thank you. Yeah. I think Trent Brown is also out and yeah, I think all three, all three of their, I think inside linebackers are either out or questionable. So yeah, again, you know, to the point of that long, that laundry list of injuries for new England, there should be, no reason why the Denver Broncos cannot win this game. <laughs> Everything is in their favor. They should not drop this game at all, given what New England is bringing out there on offense and defense. Yeah. Now, I, I'm not. I, you know, like I said early, they if the wrong team shows up, they can lose this game. They can lose the, all the rest of their games. If if they play well, they should be able to win. And I know Belichick's a good coach. And but the the uh the Patriots are just not a very good team this year. They only won three games. They can't score very many points. They've got a decent defense, but like we said, there's a bunch of people that are hurt out. If the Broncos cannot take this victory at home, there there's no way they're going to make the playoffs. So, um, yeah. And uh, got a uh, Mike Golden coming in. I've not seen you on here before, Mike. Uh, oh, appreciate okay. you coming mm-hmm. in on your Saturday. Asking, didn't we need the Bengals to lose today? Abs- uh, absolutely. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I said this at the start of the show. The Steelers, if the Steelers went out and the Broncos went out, the Broncos have the tiebreakers. It all goes all the way down to uh, common games, and they have that tiebreaker. So the Steelers can win out; it doesn't matter as long as the Broncos went out there. But the Bengals were one that. Uh, you know, having a loss really helps even I, I, but I don't think it really mattered though, because I think the Bengals had, they went 10, if they go 10 and seven, uh, the Broncos uh, have the conference tie breakers. So they don't have to mm-hmm. lose another game. They they're at 10 and seven. The Broncos have those to beat. Uh, we just need to watch the bills uh, lose a game so that they, you know, they're 10 and seven as well. The only one that uh, is, the only one that uh, is worries me is the Texans because they have the uh, head-to-head matchup over yes. the Broncos. So, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for that. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. All right, you do you have another uh, player that you want to chat about? Yes, my next player is the quick elusive Marvin Mims. <laughs> <laughs> so, I put on here that this game may very well come down to a play or two on special teams again you know so given that the broncos still have the number one punt return game averaging 16.9 yards per return and the number one kickoff return game averaging 28.5 yards per return marvin mims can do some damage and provide that good field position that we've seen all season So I'm more so looking for him to be him on special teams. And, of course, you know, I've always pined for Marvin Mims to to Peyton to use him more, you know, on offense. Um, And I know that's probably going to take some time. You know, I know he's still somewhat trying to get integrated with the offense. But 
if he can keep up the special team um, talent that he's been providing this this team, I, I think that'll be great. But yeah, I think this with the special teams player to Thomas, that that can definitely kind of help decide and put the Broncos over the top in this game. And we've seen that before where he has been a key player to victory on special teams getting, getting uh, even though the offense was struggling and couldn't, you know, maybe didn't score. They, he flipped the field, you know, with yeah. a couple punt returns in some of the games. And it was very, uh, very important, very important player. I'm looking forward to seeing his uh, future, right? I feel like he's got a really good future with this club as a, as a wide receiver and yeah. punt returner. So my last uh, player to watch is Russell Wilson. And it's not because I think he's going to light him up or anything like that. I want to see him play efficient, no turnovers. And, you know, if you're going to try and scramble out and you know you're going to get sacked, just uh, fall down and go into the fetal position like Peyton Manning used to do. You don't try and get, you know, cute, live, you know, live another day with what they for another day. Right. And mm-hmm. um, even if you have to punt, it's fine. This is going to be a game where turnovers matter. Field position matter. Getting points matters. Do not turn the ball over. And uh, I think the Broncos will have, if, if Russell Wilson can keep from throwing an interception or getting a strip sack or whatever, fumbling like he he has, he's fumbled a few times and lost it. If he can do that, th- this is going to be uh, a victory for the Broncos. Good. Yep. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, we just we just want clean, efficient football. You know, for, for Wilson, Peyton has somewhat, made the playbook a little bit easier for him um and so that you know you're right but i still we all still see him holding on to the ball too long forcing himself into sacks so if, if he cannot have a lot of those and, and clean that up and just kind of get the ball out quick I, I think you're right that kind of speaks to him having that clean efficient game so we'll see my last player <coughs> alex singleton alex singleton you know we Striving, stopping the run is paramount. It is paramount for this Broncos defense. Um, and we talked about the D-line, Thomas, but, you know, just for the linebacking core as well with, with Jewel and Singleton. Now, the 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 Patriots are not as quick as the Lions, so there's not a lot of speed there because the Lions have a lot of speed on just about every position. <laughs> so they don't have to worry about that as much. But they still should not you know, have, you know, close up those running lanes, tackle when the offensive player is there. You cannot let Elliott and Kinsicki and those folks outrun you on a lot of plays. So, you know, I think with that, given that the speed is just not as quick for this New England team, I do expect Singleton and Jules to kind of be a little bit better at, at, at the tackling. Let's hope so. (laughs) They need to be. (laughs) (laughs) They need it. They need it for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to grab uh, Lawrence coming here, Lawrence Rivera, asking about K-Jack again. Why why doesn't K- Sean put K-Jack as a refresher for P.J. Lock at times when he's tired? Uh, he could be uh, – uh, he doesn't utilize players like that. Yeah, it's uh, to me it's kind of a head-scratcher, Lawrence, that he's not active. I do not think Delaren Turner Yell is a good replacement at safety. He, he's mm-hmm. come in a few times and has not – played very well. He's, he seems to be a very a decent special teams player, but if you need to give somebody a breather, man, everyone's going to be holding their breath when Delaron Turner yell is out there because his coverage skills have been lacking to say the oh, least. Yeah. Plus, I haven't really cared for his ability to tackle in open field as well. 
So you're right. I, I would rather take a shot with K Jack, but um, you know, and I, I'm not high on him anymore either. I think the game's kind of passed him by. He's a little older, but I think I would trust him a little bit more than Turner yell in that situation coming in to, to relieve PJ or, or Simmons for that matter, because they, they've been thin at safety all year, you know, either through suspensions or injuries or whatever, and not activating the rookie Skinner. They've been very thin at uh, safety. So these guys play a lot of snaps. Yeah. Thank you, Lawrence. It It is a, you know, it is a bit of a head scratcher. Uh, why K Jack isn't, isn't active, you know, hopefully, you know, PJ lock doesn't, <laughs> you know, it's not out too much because yeah, when he's on the field, it's, 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 it's great to have him, especially on those blitzes and in coverage, but you're right, Thomas with Turner yell. He's just been, he's been awful. Like in coverage, the tackling's not there. He just looks like he's just like a lost player on the field. Like when, when he's there. So, you know, heaven forbid, we don't have to see him as much. And maybe, you know, the resting for lock is kind of held down to a minimum, but, um, it, it's it's I, I don't know you know hopefully we'll probably see k jack kind of activated there for next week for sure but i think for this week i think they're probably just playing it safe you know i think that that's kind of just my guess here <laughs> and it's uh it's uh michael's uh, keeping us up to date on the uh on the game that's taking place between the bills and the chargers chargers uh just scored a touchdown they're up 10 to 10-0. 9 so uh nice. broncos fans uh you know we gotta be rooting for the chargers even though our rival that's the best uh that's the best course of action right there mike yeah. golden coming back in very positive he says let me tell you guys we're going to win and not only win but we will win out i have a feeling that we're making the playoffs for sure sean payton has a game plan now that i'm excited about that and i know that there have been uh, you know, when, when the Broncos were one in five, I was down on the team. I was like, they just need to get rid of players, start over. Then they had that winning streak. I loved it. I want them to go to the playoffs. It's been too long since they've been in the playoffs too long since they've had a winning record. And when they, when they, I said, when, if they can beat the chiefs and the bills, they're going to go to the playoffs. They did that. And I don't want to be wrong. So I want, <laughs> I want them to go to the playoffs for many reasons. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Mike, for your for your optimism there. And I, yeah, I, you're right. This this is a totally different team. Um, you know, no one would have thought that starting out one five that we'd be talking playoffs. And you're right. The the, the schedule is set up to where as though they they can win out. Yeah. But again, they're just going to have to be consistent on the field and show that they belong in the playoffs to do so. And again, if we get that same team that we did last week against Detroit, they're not making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, if, if that was the same team, they're not going to win any of the games. They're not going to win. They're they not going to win any other games. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, they have got to have. They've that got to be. Yeah. So, but if they come out, around. right? But if they come out, you know, like they how they beat the Browns and the Bills. You know, that that's a team that everyone can say, hey, yes, this is definitely a team worthy of a playoff spot. Yep. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's it's just a matter of now everybody's kind of on the same page. It's clicking. There's just a few things that they have to just make sure they clean up for consistency. And then they, they can make that ride into the playoffs. But again, one game at a time. 
I'm going to grab this uh, comment from Greg Smith. Thank you for coming in from Facebook. Really appreciate it. Asking who will start at tight end. Uh, I don't know if you mean for the Patriots because Hunter Henry is out or for the Broncos, but it's, it's going to be Adam Troutman starting for the Broncos. Dulcich is out. He's not playing mm-hmm. uh, due to that injury. And it's, it's uh, Mike Gasicki, Gasicki, I think is how it's pronounced right. for the Patriots. So those mm-hmm. are the two tight ends. The nice thing is the Broncos have not played well against tight ends. Having Hunter Henry out, who's a pretty decent tight end by, you know, especially in the passing game. Uh, I think that bodes well for the team. All right. Uh, I think we've hit all of our key matchups. If I, if I know and our key players, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. So yeah. let's get into some predictions. We'll start with some stats predictions and then we'll, as always, we'll finish with our score prediction. So I'm going to go with Sutton. Now I know that the Patriots have a very solid pass defense, but Sutton against Jonathan Jones, as I'm assuming that's who's, who's mostly going to match with him, but maybe not. He's got the height advantage. He's got that jump ball ability over him. I think he's going to have a pretty solid game. I think he's going to get eight catches, 75 yards, not huge, but have a touchdown. And I think he's going to, uh, you know, be one of the stars of the offense, even though it's not going to be a huge scoring game. Nice. Nice. I like it. Uh, my first stat projection is Samaj P. Ryan. So four rushes for 35 yards. Three receptions on four attempts for 30 and one receiving touchdown. Nice. Well, <laughs> great. I mean, to me, he's been he's been a better running back all around than mm-hmm. Javante Williams has. Not by a huge amount, but he has been. But the thing that bothers me is he's been fumbling a few times in there. One of them went out of bounds, which was lucky. But so I think maybe that's why Javante is still the starter because they, they trust him holding the ball a little bit better. But Appearance, uh, he has been a hero uh, in a couple games with his uh, receptions and and some of the runs he's made. So my next one is Russell Wilson. I don't think he's going to have a huge statistical day, but he's going to be efficient. Like I said, you want him to be efficient. Don't try to force it. He's going to go 20 of 28, not a huge passing yards for about 200, 220 yards and have a maybe throw a couple touchdowns, you know, but that's that's about it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I know I don't. He may even be under two hundred. You know, we'll, we'll see. But that's good that you have him a little over two hundred. Um, that's a very good and efficient game for us. So we'll see. My my next is little Jordan Humphrey. Uh, five receptions on eight attempts, sixty yards, no touchdowns. Again, I'm thinking along the lines of when Sutton is covered, just that person to kind of move the chains. Because you, know, you know, Russ has to kind of look, look elsewhere. Judy, obviously, Johnson, Mims, if he's on there, then Humphrey. Um, so I kind of have Humphrey as that guy moving the chains with with those with those stats. I'm just gonna grab this uh comment from Lawrence with some Facebook stars. So thank you for the support before we finish up our, our predictions. Asking what do you guys uh what do you think will change this week after Sean's yelling fiasco? Uh personally, I don't think anything will change. I yeah. mean Sean Payton yells at people. It happens. He comes from the Bill Parcells yelling tree, so to speak. <laughs> so I don't think anything's going to happen. I think uh, I think it was just uh, something in the heat of the moment. John Payton was uh, frustrated because they had a chance to score and they didn't. And I think his frustration just got the best of him. Uh, Russell Wilson, you know, he's the type of person that's just like positive about everything. So yeah. I don't think anything will change. Uh, I think it's still going to be the same. I don't know, Ron, what are you, 
What do you think? Yeah, I don't I don't think much will change. I, I think with Sean Payton, I mean Sean Payton's always been that that type of guy. <laughs> you know, he he's very, you know, strong-minded in your face. So I, I think if anything, this will kind of help energy just watching the tape, the team watching the tape and seeing that you know, that firepower come and help energize the team and, and get this win, if anything. Um, but yeah, I don't see the dynamic between Russ and Sean Payton and just Sean Payton in general. I, I don't think much is going to change in, in that regard at all. Yeah, I don't either. So yeah, thank you for that comment. Thank you for the support as always. Uh, so my last stats uh, projection or prediction is, is Jaquan McMillan. Uh, be, I think he's going to have a sack. I think he's going to have four okay. tackles and a pass defense in a, you know, in a game where the defense steps up. So he's going to, I would love it if he could have that sack and actually knock the ball loose. I'm not going to guarantee it, but I think he's, I think someone's going to get a home on a blitz and I think it's going to be McMillan. Nice. My, my last is Jonathan Cooper. Four total tackles, two solo, two assisted, and one sack on the game. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I know I saw a couple. I think I saw at least one prediction uh, out there. I think it was uh, Michael said uh, he gave a prediction. He says oh, Broncos 24, Patriots 21. Okay. I, I mean – I don't know. I, I don't know if the it's a it, I, as long as they win, I don't care. I don't know if the Patriots are going to be able to score, score twenty one touchdowns, but they <laughs> might. It might be closer because you know you might get one at the end and get it make it close. But uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. What what are your what's your prediction, Rob? Yeah, that that's a good one. I mean, that's an interesting one, Mike. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Again, I don't know if it's going to even be that that high scoring, at least for the Patriots. <laughs> the Broncos can get 20-something. The Patriots, however, that only time will tell. But my prediction. So I would say going to these keys of the Denver Broncos have to come out on all cylinders tomorrow night, stopping the run, um, making sure that they can get Zappy off of his spot. On offense, you know, opening up the lanes for Pookie, Again, they're going to be tough yards for Pookie, but I, I think Pookie be able to make hay with what's there and be able to run the ball and have a pretty decent day. So, again, given how decimated the New England Patriots are and the Broncos don't have a lot of injuries at all and the Broncos are playing at home, I do expect the Broncos to win. So with the, having said that, my final score, Broncos 21, Patriots 13. All right. Well, I'm, you know, the thing of it to me is the Broncos seem to have bounced back after a couple losses. Uh, they bounced back after going one and five. I think they bounced back from the embarrassment in Detroit, and they beat this team 20 to nine. I, I think that the the Patriots just don't have enough weapons right now to score uh, enough points. So, uh, that's what I've got. Twenty to nine. John Wade's coming in. Broncos twenty four, Patriots three. Greg Smith's very mm -hmm. close to mine. Twenty to ten Broncos. So uh, yeah, it's a it's a close one. I think it. I, I think we could be right, Greg. But you know, I I'd take the Broncos winning by forty. I don't care. It's as long as they win one or forty. I don't care. Uh, Lawrence is thirty one twenty eight. 
whoever holds on to the ball more. All right. So we got, <laughs> right, a few, we got a few coming in here. And then uh, we've got uh, Turtle4614 saying 2714 Broncos with three takeaways. You know, it's funny. I love the takeaways. And I, I just want to make a little comment, and then we're going to end the show. Uh, we don't have anything else really to say. But the thing about the takeaways, you know, everybody say, oh, the takeaways will dry up, takeaways will dry up, and the Broncos are going to start losing. And they will. But you know what? The teams that typically go to the playoffs are a team that can take away the ball. All, most of the teams that make it in there have take, usually take the ball away at a pretty good clip. So, um, you know, they, they're not going to be able to get three or four every, uh, every game, but they, they should be able to get a couple. And it's not a bad thing to, uh, to see a defense take the ball away uh, going into the playoffs. So I think it's uh, I think it's a good, go ahead, Ron. I know. And to that comment, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned, cause I like takeaways as well. You know, any opportunity to give the ball back to the offense is great. But you you can't because you can't rely or count on the takeaways game in and game out. Right. So the fundamentals of def- on defense are going to have to reflect. And we've seen what happens when the Broncos don't get takeaways. We just saw it last week against Detroit. And it, it ends up being a long day. Those weaknesses come out in the wash, you know, not being able to stop the run and just getting manhandled at the line of scrimmage. So although takeaways are great, and especially in the playoffs, they're great, I still think that the fundamentals of defense of stopping the run and, and knowing your gaps and winning the lines of scrimmages and, you know, being able to cover, I, I think those are also great and will that complementing with the takeaways will help playoff teams go far. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Michael Ronquillo's coming in with a, a little bit of final support. Uh, Facebook stars. Thank you very much, Michael saying great show tonight, Thomas and Ron and orange and blue view go Broncos Pearl heater. Thank you both for a good show. Merry Christmas. Thank you both for coming in here and really thank you. Uh, thank you for all the support you've given us. And oh, since we started this show, thank you for, for being here and having this discussion with us and yeah, everybody, please have a very Merry Christmas, happy yes. new year. I hope everybody uh, has safe and fun holidays uh, with their family and friends. Uh, we will be back again next Saturday, uh, right before new year's Eve uh, to do another pregame show. And man, we really just need this, this win this weekend. Yes. 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 <laughs> Yes, Broncos country. We we definitely need, need the the win this weekend, and again, just pushing us closer to to that playoffs. So hopefully, we get it. Should be able to get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Let's hope that everything goes well this weekend. And Dylan, thank you for being here. Thank you for chatting, uh, being in the chat, saying great conversation as always. Everyone, make sure you share the pod on all platforms and hit the like button on the way out. A little bit goes a long way. It sure does. Thank yes. you very much, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season, and uh, let's hope for a Broncos win. Yes, go Broncos. Thanks, guys. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 